1: I, need my team. I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be out your mind. i think A lot of shine. Smokey in the air, that's a lot of crime. Cock is running over with the dollar sign. Try to take it from me.
0: Welcome to Talk the Prospect. I am Gail Saunders here with Chris Malley, and we are fortunate to have Chad Mooma in the building. Uh, we are excited to see you. We saw you down at the Senior Bowl. I was a little geeked. You walked by us on the first day of the Senior Bowl, and I was like, Eagle fans, are, I was asking Eagle fans, who do they want to see? Who, 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 do, who do they want us to talk to? They're like, Chad Mooma, Chad Mooma. You walk right by me, and, uh, and then it, it was, it was destined, Chad. So welcome to the building.
2: No, thanks for having me. This is awesome. I mean, yeah, it's definitely destined kind of that. We just kind of <laughs> crossed paths right then. Uh, it's really cool.
3: Yeah, Chad, so excited to have you on. Uh, as an Eagles fan, uh, we've been desperate to get some linebackers in here, and uh, everyone was watching the Super Bowl, and they're seeing what uh, your old uh, teammate and friend Logan was doing, and everyone's like, please, please, Eagles take Chad Muma. And, like, people, like, all over uh, Twitter were saying – Chris, like, if you have a chance to talk to Chad, like, you have to. I'm like, listen, like, well, we actually have him coming on Thursday, and I was telling people, like, I was like, this guy is like Captain America without the shield on the field. Like, he's the leader of the defense. The guy is always making consistent plays. So it's actually it's an absolute honor to have you on here, man. Today, thanks for coming on, taking some time out of your day. I mean, we're stealing you away from some sunshine. You're telling us that you're out in California right now while we're freezing in Philly. So, uh, thanks, man. Appreciate you.
2: Yeah, no, no problem at all. I appreciate you guys having me. It's been awesome. A little opportunity.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, We're so we're going to get started with the questions right here. So uh, first one right here, uh, path to the draft. What does your schedule and day look like as you prepare for the combine?
2: Yeah, so I mean, kind of going day to day, it kind of varies. But, you know, typically in the morning, what we'll have is our running uh, on our field near our facilities. And so Um, You know, after we get breakfast, we'll go on the field and start running, whether it's doing 40 work, um, shuttle, pro agility, uh, you know, three cone drill. Uh, It's kind of just refining those little type of things as we're preparing for the combine. And then uh, once we kind of complete that type of speed work is we'll transition into more drill specific work. So uh, doing all the linebacker drills that we'll have at the combine, uh, just drills similar to that. So we're prepared going into it. Um, and then kind of going after that, we'll come back for some lunch um, at our facilities and then uh, we'll go straight into our workout, um, either workout, uh, you know, our bench or we'll workout for uh, testing our vertical, just things of that aspect to kind of prepare us uh, for that sense. And then following that, we'll usually have either a film session with a coach that will come out here. Uh, Rick Minter, who uh, actually used to be a coach for the Eagles, he would come out here um and he's been helping uh, me out with linebacker stuff and so we're either watching film or talking through interview prep um and so that's kind of the day-to-day type of things that we'll go through then we'll have our meal our dinner at night and then uh, do it all over the next day
0: now i got a, i got a little got a little quote from some guy you might know uh, could be your, could be your dad. He says, when, when Chad made his first tackle and I heard his name over the loudspeaker, I got emotional. I was happy for Chad. He works hard on and off the field. He's a great person and to see his dedicated efforts result in making plays on the same field I played on. And his grandfather played on touches my heart, uh, which leads me into my first question. When I think of the words of, you know, tradition and loyalty, it reminds me of the relationship you have with your dad, grandfather, And Wyoming, Uh, with with them both going to Wyoming, what has this meant for you to follow in their footsteps, and for you, you and your family's legacy at Wyoming?
2: Yeah, it's meant a lot. I think you know, growing up, my family and I would always go up to Laramie and uh, you know go watch football games, and my dad would show me around, you know, and show us where he used to live, and uh, my grandpa would be up there, show us where he used to live, and all that. So it was really cool when I first got to Laramie to kind of. Experience this type same type of atmosphere that they were able to experience. And, you know, carrying that tradition to be a third generation type player on the, on the football field and uh, go out there and have success. And um, I just know that they really enjoyed always being able to come back to Laramie and, uh, you know, relive those type of moments uh, through me. And so it's always been awesome to kind of carry that legacy and carry that tradition that uh, they've instilled in me.
0: Uh, To piggyback off that, I know you decided to, uh, play your last game i mean that's that's kind of been like a hot top topic subject uh what was the decision behind uh playing your last game
2: yeah i mean there was no question about it if i was gonna you know sit out in the bowl game or not um you know going into my last game you know i played for wyoming football you know i played for the wyoming cowboys and you know that's i i committed to that and i committed to my team committed to the season that i was gonna go uh you know play my final game, you know, there's no, never a question. I was going to say, Oh, I'm going to sit out for this bowl game so I can prepare for the senior bowl, stuff like that. So, um, you know, I was always just really committed towards that.
3: Okay. Chad, next question for me. What is your why when it comes to playing football and pursuing a pro career? Uh, you hear a lot of guys, they talk about like uh, family, uh legacy, just tradition, Uh just specifically from you, just wanted to, know what your why was
2: yeah you know specifically I think that you know my why of why I play football is just I truly love it you know I love the game of football and I love being able to grind uh, every single day and you know that preparation that kind of goes into football whether it's in the film room whether it's on the weight room whether it's in you know practices drill work whatever it is I just you know love doing it all and like giving everything that I have towards it and I think it really comes down to, you know, when I'm out in the field, like going to make one of those big players or going to, you know, hit that running back, flying through the hole or, you know, whatever it is. I just truly love the game of football and, you know, kind of being a leader out there and just, uh, you know, communicating with everyone and just being able to play the game that I love. And I think it's an awesome opportunity to, you know, continue to do this. Yeah. Uh, It
3: shows on it shows on the field there, Chad, because, uh, like the play recognition, everyone just follows you out on the field and you can tell that you're like the ball of energy on the field that uh, when you're high, which you're always high high up uh, energy wise on the field, the guys rally towards you. Everyone's always excited. And when we saw you down at the senior bowl, uh, like quickly, you guys are only together for a week or so. And people were just rallying around you and uh, you end up being the leading tackler in the game. And you saw how hype everyone was for you on the field. So it, it shows your passion just like shows right through your game. And it's awesome to see.
2: Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I just, you know, I just love, you know, the run around. And I think the senior bowl is cool because it's a bunch of these guys that are top tier athletes and playing football. And, you know, we all were kind of just thrown into it, but we're all going through the same thing. So I think it was cool for us to kind of build on those relationships and we'll continue, uh, you know, to see each other throughout this whole draft process. So that was really cool in that aspect.
0: Uh, you kind of stole the thunder on my, my next question, but, uh, you know, I talk about your senior bowl experience and what was that like going up against some of the nation's best football players? I mean, if there's some specific players, uh, if you want to call out some players that you, you know, thought were tough out there, some of your toughest competitor competitors out there, we'd love to love to hear. it.
2: Yeah. You know, I think going throughout the week, you know, going into it, I wasn't sure what to expect. I wasn't sure, you know, it's it's the nation's best players. Um, And, you know, with the Mountain West, you're not always seeing a team that's full of the best players uh, per se. And so I think it was a big test uh, just to myself to kind of prove myself that I can go play with anyone that's on the field and go uh, still do what I was doing in college. And so um, in that aspect, I I was really thankful for that. And I think that with the Senior Bowl experience, it was cool because we were able to talk with um, every single one of the NFL teams in our interviews and kind of get some of that stuff out of the way leading into the combine. Um, and, you know, some of the players out there, you know, um, I mean, we had a lot of guys from my agency that kind of came out uh, out there. And so like Grant Calcutera, um and, uh, you know, Troy Anderson, another linebacker that I was playing with um, and Sam Howells uh, out there as well. And so I think it was cool to play against uh, some of those guys. Uh, and kind of compete with those guys just because you know they're great players they're great players in college and um you know malik willis when he had was running all over the field it was cool to see <laughs> the, um and kind of had to compete against him so uh you know there's definitely playmakers out there and uh you know it's good to go against all of them
0: now we have a quick question from the chat here um mike says uh do you prefer prefer playing in a 3-4 or
2: a 4-3 yeah i think in, in my college we played a 4-3 that was our primarily defense so uh, naturally, I'm going to say that I'm more comfortable playing in a four-three, but you know, I feel comfortable if I needed to uh, transition to a three-four, I could do that um, easily. I just need to, you know, study study the the installs and whatnot. But I'm, uh, I'd say just because of my college experience, I've played more of a four-three, uh, but could do either.
3: Awesome. So, Chad, what does it mean to you seeing Wyoming players like Josh Allen and Logan Wilson succeed at a high level in the NFL?
2: It's awesome. You know, I, that's those those are two people that I enjoy watching the most and uh, seeing their success. And I think with Logan, you know, you're able to see it this past Sunday of him flying around making plays. And, you know, he had that P.I. call late in the oh, game. And it's controversial.
0: Tiki-tac, man. Yeah, a
2: little – I mean, it, they called it. But um, I was really happy for him in the season that he had, you know, I was texting him throughout the weeks, and, uh, you know, he had a phenomenal season, phenomenal game this past week. And then, you know, with Josh, it's awesome to see the success he had. Um, it was unfortunate when they were playing the Chiefs, and, you know, the type of game that he was having uh, for it to end. Um, but, you know, it's awesome to see success from former Wyoming players.
0: That was one of the best uh, playoff games I've seen, you in, in a long time, man. it's kind of crazy. I was like, Wow.
2: You know? Yeah, no, it was, it was crazy by both teams. And that was a crazy game. I loved watching it and it was a little heartbroken because I was really rooting for Josh uh, in the end when they couldn't finish the game off.
0: Now, uh, as a player with type one diabetes, uh, talk about what players like Mark Andrews and Jay Cutler have meant for your football career.
2: Yeah. You know, it's been huge. When I was first diagnosed, I was 13 years old and you know, it was always a dream of mine to go play college football and go do all these different things. And um, when I was first diagnosed, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do all that. And so my first thing I searched on the web was NFL players with type one diabetes. And so uh, when I searched that, um, you know, I think at the time it was Jay Cutler was the big one and uh, you know, I'm originally from Denver, Colorado. So I was a big Broncos fan. That's when he was with the Broncos. Um, So it was really cool to see that, you know, a player with type one diabetes was in the NFL. And, uh, you know, when I kind of went through my college career, that's when Mark Andrews has been doing, you know, really good on the field and uh, been able to handle his diabetes. And so um, I think it's uh, one of those things that it's awesome to see that people with type one diabetes can be an inspiration to younger people. And I think that's kind of been something that I've been able to do a little bit, to you know, younger athletes where I can go to these camps and talk to these kids with diabetes and, uh, you know, really explain how i manage it and how i do it um but i think those people are huge inspirations
0: you know uh, patrick peterson also has diabetes had it
2: yeah yeah no it, it, yeah there's a there's a probably probably like a handful of guys uh with diabetes that are playing and doing well um so no it's uh, it's always cool to kind of see those guys have that type of success
3: All right, Chad. as the quarterback of the defense, what does the word leader mean to you? And what do you do to make sure that you yourself and your teammates are in the best position to succeed?
2: Yeah, I think that means a lot. You know, a leader, uh, there's a lot behind it that kind of, uh, you know, really demonstrates what a leader should be and what they could be. And I think that to be a great leader, you have to be the leader that's both, you know, really diligent in everything that you're doing and responsible on and off the field you know you have to be the hardest worker where guys on your team are looking at you and thinking okay you know that if that's our leader and he's the best player and he's working this hard all right, i need to step up my game and go do that or you know whether it's through communication and you know maybe it's off-field issues where someone's not following the team morals uh you know and you kind of have to grab them side and go talk to them and confront them about those things i think there's Uh, different roles that a leader can play but uh, you know I think it's just kind of being that hardest worker and someone that you know puts effort towards everything that he's doing and can really communicate and you know to have that success on the field and being the quarterback of the defense you know I have to know what everyone around me is doing I have to know what the D line is doing I have to know what the coverage behind me what the DBs are doing and uh, you know in our system in college I had to communicate that all with you know the up front communicate the coverage with the DBs and Make sure everyone's on the same page so we could have that success.
3: Yeah, it's apparent that you were the hardest working, hardest studying guy because. There's never a time that you're not in the right position to make the play, and it shows as you were the leading tackler in uh, total tackles and solo tacklers in the entire nation with college football, it shows that you can finish as well too, but there's very rare times that you're not in position to make plays, and your play diagnosis, I think it's uh, first to none. I think that you are the guy that shows, like a Luke Keegley, that the guy that is just the complete quarterback of the defense. And that's why I put that in the question because a lot of Eagles fans are worried about quarterback on offense. I mean, I think we need a quarterback on defense and I, I, I could just see you being like the guy staying there, midnight green and Lincoln financial field. So it's really exciting to hear your perspective and how much leadership means to you as well.
2: Yeah. You know, I think that's been huge and I really appreciate it, but um, no, definitely. The, you definitely need a quarterback on the defense to, you know, communicate everything with everyone and, uh, you know, be that type of green dot dude that can play on all downs and really, you know, get the defense going.
0: Now, uh, our defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon he has the—he lives by the hits principle. I don't know if you've you heard it: uh, hustle, intensity, takeaways, and playing smart. Um, just looking at your game I'm, and thinking about his philosophy, I'm like, I to me, you're the definition of that. Like, there's on a lot of a lot of plays. You're like the play is going on, like here comes Chad from the backside. Like, what are you doing, causing causing turnovers? Um, so the play is not over with you. So I, I like the I like the fact that you play smart as well. Just like Chris alluded to it, you're always in the right position, and uh, you're always you're always making plays, man. And now your stock has risen, and now I don't think our Eagles are going to be able to grab you because I, I'm just kidding. But I nah. I just I I'm afraid that. You know your stock has risen so much that um, I don't I don't know if we, you know, the Eagles don't like to draft linebackers in the first round, right? Uh, so <laughs> that's the that's the whole theory with uh, with the Eagles. Then you're like the second round could move be there, but with, with how you've been playing and how how your draft stock has been rising, who knows, man?
2: Yeah, yeah you know I'm excited for the coming months, and I'm, you know I appreciate all those nice things, but you know for that hits. Mentality, I think, you know, I'm always running around, being physical, going and doing those things. And um, I think that my film kind of just shows it, uh, that, you know, never to give up on a play. If someone's running down the field, you're chasing them down because you never know what could happen. He could stumble a little bit, you go make that play. Uh, whatever it is, I think it kind of shows with, you know, leading the nation in tackles just about how, you know, physical and how, you know, hardworking I really was out on the field.
3: So this is the question that all the Eagles fans want to know. <laughs> and that that's our uh, GM, Harry Roseman. You probably saw him on the field uh, stalking some quarterbacks. But uh, have you talked to anyone from the Philadelphia Eagles? And would you like to play here?
2: Yeah, no, I talked with a couple of uh, scouts when we were kind of going through our whole interview process. Um, we met with all the 32 teams. And so uh, when I sat down with the Philadelphia Eagles, I had a great conversation uh, with those guys. And. I uh, really enjoyed what we had talked about, talked some football, talked about my life a little bit. Um, and, you know, I'd be an honor to play for, you know, the Eagles or play for any team, honestly. Um, but Eagles would be cool. You know, I have uh, my guy, uh, Marcus Epps, there, uh, safety, who's also from Wyoming. And uh, so that'd be a really cool and uh, cool experience. But uh, I've never actually been out to, to Philly ever, but uh, it'd be a really cool experience. And, you know, I'd love to play anywhere and love to play. First.
3: First cheesesteak and first beer on us if you get drafted <laughs> here. And even if you're visiting, even if you're visiting, I'll hit you up and we got you on a beer and a cheesesteak the first time you're okay.
2: I'll, I'll um, hold you man. to that. Yep.
0: Now we're gonna throw you a little curveball. Um you know if you if you were able to have dinner with five uh, five folks, alive or dead, who who would those people be?
2: Five people like anyone.
0: Uh, anyone alive or dead. Alive
2: or dead? Man, that is a tough question. I think, um, no, you can throw know, in I know so you got, many I know, people.
0: I people. You got a big family, so I, if you leave someone out, you know.
2: Right, right. I think, <laughs> you know, okay. I think for family stance, you could pick someone. I, I, I mean, maybe like my great-great-grandfather, you know, some, one of the, those people that came over to America, uh, back in the day you know kind of hear their story hear their conversations kind of talk about what the family's been doing where that's been going I think you know influential people um, that you could talk to maybe like uh, Elon musk type someone uh, that's had like that technology side I was mechanical engineering in, uh, in college okay. so uh, i 'm always kind of interested in you know that type of stuff um, so we got elon uh, we got great grand grandfather great
0: great grandfather yeah, one of those- the Okay.
2: Um, I think you gotta pick. You gotta pick someone in, uh, you know, the football world. You know, I've never had a conversation with Luke Kuechly, but I think that would be, you know, great to have him there. You know, as someone that I kind of enjoyed watching growing up. Um, man, even gosh,
0: got two more, man.
2: Two more, two more positions. Um, we'll go with Eleanor Roosevelt. Res- I think that oh, okay. that would be a good one. Throw a little curveball in there. It's a little um, history, you know. She's been a huge part of uh, U.S. history, and then, man, one more. We'll throw we'll throw a movie star in there. We'll go with like Tom Cruise. Okay. I Big enjoy some of his movies. We'll we'll go with that.
0: Big action flick guy. Okay. Yeah. All right. All
3: right. We'll,
0: so,
2: Chad,
3: f- final question from me. I love. <laughs> <laughs> who who were some of your college and pro players you looked up to when you're growing up, and who would you love to play with in the NFL today?
2: Okay, yeah, um, you know, growing up, I was a big Broncos fan uh, just because I was from Denver, and so um, I used to watch guys like Eddie Royal, Champ Bailey. Oh, Eddie Royal was always um, so a big fan of Von Miller and PPR uh, machine. Eddie Royal was. Yeah, no, he was fun to watch, and then um, Luke Keekley for a linebacker. I always enjoyed watching him, and you know, I still kind of pull up clips from YouTube of when he was playing, even when he's playing against the Broncos and uh, doing all that. Um, and then for today, wise, uh, you know, there's, gosh, there's so many good players out there. I think that any team that you go to, you could, it'd be cool to play with them. Um, I, I think throwing it back to. You know that those Wyoming Wyoming connections would be fun too. Maybe play uh, along with some of those guys. I, I mean, the list could just go on with everyone that's you know involved.
0: Nice, nice. Now going to a couple. We're going to we're going to go look at a couple clips here um, that we kind of found on the on the interwebs that kind of like explain to Eagle fans who we think you are and you know just the the, the tape speaks for itself, man. Um, I mean, talk us through some of these plays here.
2: Yeah. Okay, let's see. Yeah, so I'm just kind of coming around. I'm seeing the split zone action by the tight end coming back back um, and kind of, uh, you know, the pulling uh, G counter counterfeits going back into it and uh, not getting too, too alarmed by all the action uh, going across. Um, right here, just tracking them, run, running across the field. Uh, nothing too crazy about that next clip uh i'm just gonna
0: go back to the second clip one more time yeah
2: yeah, yeah right that here first i mean, people, you can see the splits of uh you know the guys running around um oh that's that's air force that we're playing so it's the the little different type of option uh uh offense and going against them the option uh that was always a different type of game to play so on that on that clip we have these different keys that we're really tuned into and so um with that i think I, we had a play in where that's outside linebacker would go hit the quarterback, and um, I'd be over top taking that pitch, man.
3: Yeah, because just to add on top of that, like, watching that, like, the uh, reading and re- uh, diagnosis of those plays, like, it's incredible because when you go against a team like that, like, people don't realize, like, one of the hardest tackles to make in college or just football in general, it's right here on the first play. Like, if you're not hitting that guy, obviously you trust your safety behind you. That being said, it's just like – that's an open field tackle. There's a cutback. The guy could just try to run right into you. The guy could try to bounce it. And you just – you trust your uh, hips and you just, like, fire fire them and get them down to the ground. And it's an incredible play right there.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it's all about the leverage that you kind of take into it and yeah. just keep your leverage and kind of pressing them on that banana peel type of tackle uh, where you're just able to ensure and make sure that you don't get cut back on. I like I like your
0: patience. And you, it's 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 like nice to see a linebacker who's not wasting any steps out there because one false step and it's oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. You know what I mean? So yeah. I like to see that patience, Chris. Your next right. clip. Next
2: clip. Oh yeah, right, right This is, this is uh, the first game, and so um, in practice, I'm always practicing jumping, getting up, and I've always been super close in practice and i knew that one of these times that in game <laughs> or weather what, whatever it is i'm going to i'm going to get up there and i'm going to tip it and so or hit it at least and make him force a miss and so um yeah i got up here was able to kind of react when i saw the ball in the air and, uh hit it to so make him miss the field goal
0: i know they had those yeah. NIL deals i'm thinking like maybe we could have got like a deal from nike air muma Good yeah, you. air
2: movement. Yeah, that'd be a little good one. <laughs> I like that.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone should be worried about your vertical at the combine because that looked right. Kind of looked like uh, Joel Embiid up there blocking shots.
2: Oh yeah, you know, I could get out there on the basketball court a little bit here and there.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, this next play, I mean, people want to see coverage from linebackers too because you have all these tight ends like the Kittles, the Kelsies, the Wallers, and I mean, you're always you're everywhere, and this play right here just shows. Uh, the play recognition, your hands, and just like the natural ability that you have right here.
2: Yeah, so on this play, it was a, a little, uh, um, I was kind of getting into my fitness, a little RPO type of play where uh, my responsibility was that D gap. And so coming across, I'm going in to really lever that play if they hand the ball off to the running back. And uh, you know, when I got on the edge, I saw that the uh, quarterback had pulled the ball for the RPO option, uh, the pass option, and then um, just kind of reacted to the ball, and caught it, and just took off, and made sure no one was going to catch me on that.
0: Now I'm throwing you another curveball. Uh, you ready for this one? I'm ready for this one. <laughs> is it this nice? This is a nice play you made right here. Just kidding. Uh, that is Logan. Oh. Logan Wilson yeah, that's on the play. Logan. Very identical to another play right here, my friend.
2: Yep, similar type play. I know. Oh, sure look at you, what you're but, talking about. Hey,
0: but you can brag that you took it to the house.
2: I can brag. I made sure that no, that no one's gonna catch me there either. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool. I didn't realize that was kind of similar play. I remember the play the Logan. Yeah, it was, um, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, cool. I made sure that I wasn't gonna get caught. Logan kind of got caught right there a little bit. Have to kind of. Show him that later. Dog on yeah, him a little bit. But, it was like I was
0: watching. I was watching tape, and then I, I saw the, saw those plays come up, and I'm like, "Yo, I know I seen this somewhere else." And then I was like, <laughs> "I was like, let me go back to some Logan Wilson," and I'm yeah. like, "God, that's like the same exact play."
2: Yeah, you um, know, I learned a lot through him in college. You know, he's been a great mentor to me, and so maybe that's kind of where I got it from. Being able to see him make that play and transition it to my game.
0: Hey man, if you could follow him anywhere and and follow his footsteps and make make some money, I think you made some money at the Senior Bowl, man. Like in moving into these next clips here at here at the Senior Bowl, one on ones uh, versus uh, uh, Rucker from Ohio State. Uh huh. Was that how 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 intense was that? With every, you know, just these one on ones are like like the biggest one on one reps you'll ever take in your career. Yeah. Like everyone's just like, you know. Pretty much uh watch it intently
2: yeah i think with one-on-ones you know a lot of the times uh you know especially at wyoming we never really worked one-on-ones in practice and never really did so this is kind of my first time uh ever doing one-on-ones in a practice you know in games uh you're kind of able to tell what routes they'll run a little bit better whether it's through your film study or uh, through your recognition of the formations that they have coming out, you can kind of tell, all right, since the running back player here, you know, they're not going to send him to the flat, so they're going to send him, you know, maybe uh, uh, over the top. So, you can kind of get those recognitions um, in your film study. So, it's a little bit – I feel like it's a little bit easier in games to cover some guys. Right. Um, With the one- you know where your help is. You know where your help ones, is. You don't have anybody rushing, so they can't do all these different moves, but – yeah. Um, no, yeah, those are those are really important going into senior bowl cuz that's kind of what everyone likes to watch and see.
0: Now, you know, obviously the the tight end uh class is pretty deep. There's a lot of guys that could go on day 2 to 3 like all, you know, depending on what your flavor is. Uh, I know you you don't uh you, you don't love the tight ends like we do, but I'm I'm just saying out of all the tight ends out there at the senior bowl, which one do you think uh was the the craftiest? Tight end the out there. the
2: craftiest. Um, I think that you know, going back, I always played against uh, Trey McBride, and so um, I thought that he did well at the Senior Bowl and uh, was able to make some plays. But I think that also um, someone that kind of really stood out to me was uh, Cole Turner. He was able to, there was practices and, and times in practice where he'd run down the field and uh, make a really good passing catch. Um, Converted and, wide you know, receivers.
0: too. Like, What's that? He was a converted wide receiver too.
2: Yeah, no, 100%. Being able to kind of see him move, um, you know, he was another Mountain West kid, but I only ever really played against him, um, you know, I think it was my junior year a little bit, um, played against him for that game, but didn't get to play in this past year. So I thought, no, he really looked good out there as well.
0: Um, I I also heard there's a rumor that you almost went to Colorado State, almost broke your your family's heart. Like, I mean,
2: is yeah, that true. No. That's that's <laughs> that's true. That's true. I almost actually did end up at Colorado State, and uh, I was really heavy on going there for a long time. And that would have broke my, you know, my dad and my grandfather's heart. They've always supported about you know going to the place that best fit me. But yeah, um, that's definitely a rival rival game right there uh, every single year. Um, you know, I'm glad that I made the choice to go to Laram uh Wyoming and Laramie in the end.
0: Uh now we have one one last curveball for you. I don't know if you're ready. You know, I, I heard you know, a lot of people out there like waiting for you know a Kendrick Lamar album to drop, Drake or something, but I heard that you had an album that was dropping. Do you know that? No, did uh, not. Gr- oh, great, there
2: you go. Yeah. Great
0: balls of fire. <laughs> Do you you know where I'm going with this?
2: I know exactly <laughs> where So kind. Want to tell this world that you mind, mine, mine, mine. Yes! <laughs> I chew my nails and I twiddle my thumbs. I'm real nervous, baby, but it sure is fun. Come on, baby! Drive me crazy. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. solo. <laughs> Balls five. There, we, <laughs> there we go.
0: Hey, man, yeah. talk about talk about stock up, man. Like, yeah. Who, who knew you could play the piano
2: like that? Well, yeah, I know. Talk it's, about it's, that. It's always been something that I enjoy doing kind of in my free time. And that was a clip from high school. Um, it was like this little, it, you could call it a pageant for guys, but we called it Mr. Titan. Um But that was a little something that I did. You know, I'm not obviously not the best singer. Uh, I can play the (laughs) piano a little bit here and there, but um, that's just something a little fun to do that I did back in high school. And that's funny that you brought that up. But, uh, yeah, growing up, just kind of learned from YouTube. I'd watch some YouTube videos and play the piano a little bit. Um,
0: That's kind of where I got that from. That's it's hilarious. I, I was like, I was like, I don't know where I am on the internet, I, interwebs, what time it is. I can't believe I just found this. This yeah. is amazing. Uh, but uh, before we get out of here, like if you were to speak to Philadelphia Eagles nation and the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, t- tell them who Chad Muma is and why you should be drafted by the Eagles.
2: Yeah. You know, Chad Muma is, you know, one of the hardest working guys and he's, you know one of those guys that can be a green dot type of player uh you know for the Eagles and be out there and be a leader and be one of those guys that can go make those plays and go uh you know really influence the defense to you know have that energy and play at a high level and uh you know i think you know personally i think that you know i'm the best linebacker in this class and that you know i can really showcase my my skills you know and i think that you know whoever picks me up and if it's the Eagle Nation, I know that there's going to be tons of support behind it. and uh, you know, It's been awesome to kind of give my story and talk to you guys today about everything. Yeah, Chris.
3: Yeah, Chad, I uh, can't thank you enough, man. Uh, we want to get you out of here and back in the sun because uh, we got to deal with this. But we see the palm trees and trees in the back. And You uh, right, know yeah, you're training it's, hard it's for the a combine. Nice little,
2: nice <laughs> little day today.
3: Yeah, but I uh, can't thank you enough for coming on. Uh so impressive on and off the field. And whoever we hope we land you, but wherever you go, uh we're wishing you nothing but the best. We know that you're gonna have a long, successful NFL career and uh best luck in the combine and everything else in life, man. Thanks again for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah to
0: follow, to follow Chris, man. Uh just we just wanna thank you for coming on. Uh at the end of the day, it's really about uh plugging you guys and what you guys do. Uh it was an honor for us to go down and see you to i'd be lying if i didn't drive 16 hours from philly to come oh, see wow. see our prospects because we have me and chris have our guys and you are on our list and just to see you out there um competing and then having a great senior bowl uh it was great to see Um, uh, but you know at the at the end of the day it's it's all you know best wishes if you're not an
2: eagle but hey man
0: we we love having you on today
2: thank you no i appreciate you guys a ton this has been an awesome little time and I love the curveballs that you're throwing at me. Those were awesome. Uh, shout
0: out to your shout out to your mom for posting that, by the way.
2: Yeah, no, shout out to my mom for actually coming and watching me and enjoying that. But uh, no, thank you guys so much. This has been awesome, and uh, you know everything. You know, I wish you guys best of luck moving forward with everything, and uh, you know, thank you so much again. All right, thanks. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> I'm Gail
0: Saunders. That's Chris Malley, and that is Chad Muma, uh, linebacker from Wyoming. And we will see you guys in the next one. Fly, Eagles, fly.